We are recording. Golden. Golden. Cool. Recording. The Golden Tonsils got anything to open up with oh. today? Or? Hey. Hang on. Yeah, yeah you got on. yourself Sh- right, mate. Should I do the beat? Yeah, you want to camp here? An old cow pork went riding out one dark and windy day. <laughs> Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a ploughing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky for he saw the riders coming hard. And he heard their mournful cry. Yippee! <laughs> Yippee! Ghost riders in the sky. Their faces gaunt, gaunt, their eyes oh, were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding out to catch the herd, but they ain't caught them yet, cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire as they ride on, ride on, hear their cry. Yippee, oh, <laughs> yippee, Ghost riders in the sky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I might add a actual drum beat in post. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> oh, see, you could have just done that and I could have gone off the back of that. But I tell you what, I just want to quickly mention too um, versions of that song, like The Outlaws, I suppose, and uh, the Clarkie Brigade is where I first sniffed it out. But Vaughan Munro's version is amazing. Uh, Johnny Cash does a ripper. Burl Friggin' Ives kills it. <laughs> uh, the Aussie version, the Deltones with Pee Wee, you know, mm. dip, 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 boom, 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 That'd get a an job. interesting one to hear. And Ghoul Town, somehow I wrote Fuck Yeah, I don't know, and <laughs> fucking Tom Jones is atrocious. <laughs> so, yeah, don't check out the Tom Jones no. version. So Tw- there you go. 28 mm. episodes in and we're still... Uh, Still sniffing them out. He's still finding them. But I didn't mind that one. I thought we could really build on that. But <laughs> uh, guest in the studio, I suppose. Nice mm-hmm. time to introduce uh, Diesel Boy. Probably better known as Diesel Boy. People would, would have certainly seen the big red um, the big red truck that's sitting about six foot off the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty well known for that one. <laughs> the big blue truck that would nearly take your shins off with its wheel nuts on the way by. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. seen that one. That's, yeah. that's a bit lower to the ground, that one. It is a tad lower. Um, I'm trying to restrain myself with that one because it's a tow rig. So <laughs> <laughs> but it still didn't stop me with the big 22-inch truck wheels and... Yeah, the spike lug nut covers and everything. So, yeah, yeah well, those that have um, followed us along a little bit on the YouTube would have seen me uh, having a bit of a chat with Jamie on an early video at the one of the shows at the showgrounds, and uh, yeah, Dale had the blue truck out that day yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah no, welcome on board, mate. No worries, good to be here. Yeah, cheers. Even if you got to be subjected to the uh, golden tonsil version of the Ghost Riders. 
<laughs> I just want to hear you do rawhide next time. Yeah, yeah, mate, I'm hearing rawhide while I'm trying to do that. You know? That's what I was thinking when I was thinking. I was thinking Blues Brothers and Rawhide. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and actually Blues Brothers 2000 do a version of uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Yeah, no, no. I don't think I've ever seen that don't. all the way through. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't no. bring myself. I, no, I couldn't bring myself to it. But I've found no. the song in the playlist. I've seen know. the like the bit where they have a big jam with you know Kenny Wayne Shepherd and mm. all the guitars, which was pretty cool. Yeah, but I've seen bits of the movie. I just couldn't, no. couldn't get to it. No, leave it leave it buried with mm. the first movie. I reckon. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's hit and miss sometimes with um, you know sequels, sequels and that like. I don't I reckon I've the, ever seen it. I watched the new Ghostbusters the other day, not the the one with the chicks in it. The the, the, the third, new the, the, one. the, the new one, which is sort of carrying on from the original, not a remake of the original. They carried on, and it was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, like um, fuck, what's his name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, the original couple of the original boys. Bill Bill's in it, like yep. for like two seconds. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the story was good. Like it comes into like his uh, what's his name? Um, is it Spengler? Spengler? Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. right. Spengler, the one who he, he passed away. The actor passed yeah. away. Ramus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he passed away. So it's based on his family grandkids. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the original Ghostbusters mobiles in it, and all the hmm. original toys. It's a good flashback. It's a good, but they did it well. I thought. Yeah. I thought they did it well. No, that's good. But um, yeah, they can be hit and miss. Yeah. I reckon. And you've got like yeah. Top Gun too. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Unreal. Amazing. I don't give a fuck how, che- how cheesy it was. Even it was just oh, good. Yeah, I mean, look, I I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to like those fucking still panning shots of uh, what's the name standing against the Porsche or the <laughs> slow mo looking yeah, yeah, at Tom. Yeah. But take all that shit out. The story was fucking awesome. The movie was awesome. The the special effects. I mean, the special effects were great in the first one. The video and the the yeah. filming for the age for, for the, when it was done. For yeah. when it was yeah. done, that was like unbelievable. But like GoPro and drone tech and all this other shit has just put it up to another level. Yeah, like, yeah just the, the oh, practical man. special effects. Like there's very little. VFX in it, yeah. Like those How guys were it. in the planes, going upside down, falling on the bloody on the hatch, and yep. passing out and throwing yep. up. Like yeah, brilliant, mm. and you, you need to see it on the big screen too. Yeah, so. I'm still waiting for someone to take me to the movies. Daughter went to see it, and she hadn't seen the original, right? Oh, yeah. And she's come home and she's like, "What the fuck is with that beach football scene?" <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "I didn't mind it." Not as gay as the first yeah. volleyball yes. scene. <laughs> and I had to explain the whole early volleyball scene to her because she had no fucking Probably idea. Probably needed to watch the first one yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Be good things lady. like that. Bit of a callback. You anyway, know you, know you get old when you're, when, you're, when you're explaining to your kids that that wasn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gone in 60 seconds, you know, that the new one's more entertaining than the old one because it was just like... The guy went, stole a car, wrecked heaps of shit, and that was the end of the movie. Yeah. Basically, there was no real storyline to yeah. the original one. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. Hey, back to Blue, Blues Brothers on what you just said, though. Was that um, 
Does that still hold the record for the most car wrecks in any film? Surely. Probably. Sure. Yeah, I think it does. you'd reckon so. Okay. But it holds the record for the movie that I've watched the most times. I 100% think just same, because, yeah. yeah, 52 times or something, I reckon, the young mate. <laughs> and I counted we'd seen it at one stage. I reckon I'm there with Spinal Tap. Yeah. Easy. I'm probably due to go back on the Spinal Tap, even just for the They're airport, even just for the tap, airport scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. love oh, too many scenes. I just remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the movie like once or twice, and yeah. when he said that, I remembered that airport scene. That was gold. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I suppose we should introduce our guest by the usual way, mate, with the eight questions. Are we? <laughs> well, yeah, we haven't done our general business and updates yet, so oh, no, you're well, getting a bit ahead of yourself. Yeah, all right. Well, what do you got for general business? Because I've got a few pages of notes, but I didn't write anything yeah. much down for general business other than... I haven't got much in the way of general business. I went, but... I went podcast stuff. I just sort of mentioned some songs I've been adding in, but, you know... Car, car updates. Um, I'm nearly done with the cut and polish on the Chev. Yeah, well... Getting there. Yeah. Nearly, uh, nearly finished and I'm going to get stuck into the chrome and... Should be done now, and I'll just leave it in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've well, got cars like that. <laughs> yeah. Look, the chrome on this thing's not very good anyway, so I don't know why I'm going to waste my time, but I'm going to go over it. Yeah, you'd get a bit of polish on the chrome too. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty stuffed. But anyway. Yeah, oh, well, you go for a little bit better. That's what I used to do with yeah, the that's HR. A, that's I was never aiming, aiming for. for perfect. I was only aiming. That's uh, the whole premise of marked improvements. Yeah, experience. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I've got the um, oh, the old man and I got the front end torn out of the Corvair mm. at the moment, trying to match up a few rubbers with what's available. You probably haven't announced the Corvair on this podcast yet, have you? No, I think it got mentioned somewhere. We always just Maybe on, on the... You mentioned it to me after the podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't, think, last, yeah. don't think you officially no, think announced you it. Oh, yeah, I think well, you have, actually. Yeah, yeah. no, well, there you go. Well, off yeah, the back could of... Have been. Well, off, much. See, I do listen to it. <laughs> yeah, well, off the back of recent <laughs> releasing and recent moments, we've had a bit of a Scott Kenny episode where we spoke about what it is to be a dad. You know, but in the meantime, I've been working with my dad on this Corvair and I was a bit funny. I don't want him to take ownership of it. We're both in love with this bloody car and I sort of threatened to pay him for it right now just to make sure it's mine and not his. But we're both just smiling because I think usually we'd get one of us would get a bit bloody frantic or we'd start yelling at each other and just there's no tension. We're just both smiling through it. And I don't know, I've been reflecting that. You look back over a few people who are sharing memories around what's going on with them in relation to missing their dads and stuff, and you think, well, hang on, yeah, you've got to kind of have this moment while mm. it's here because you don't get it later. So that's been a really good crossover. And then I've taken you to go and pick up the bike, so that's another update of yours. Mm. You know, you're happy with the way the bike's come up? Mate? To be honest, I haven't had a look at it. I've put it in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> I plan on getting it out today and giving it a wash because it's covered in... Um, you know, spraying stuff from them, putting the glue on. There's a few little black touch-ups I want to do. So um, I don't know. I don't know whether I'll get to it this weekend. But yeah, yeah well, it looks. Um, they did a great job. Um, plug for Coppins signs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the purists will say, "Oh, they're not factory, and they're probably thicker than others." But at the end of the day, they had very little to work with. Yep. Um, they took photos of the original decals that were on it, which were half knackered. Yeah. Um, they basically had to invent all the fonts themselves. Yeah, pretty much all hand designed on the computer. The fonts they've done a ripper job matching it all up. To yep. be honest, and look, 
the the paint job I did on it is probably not hundred percent, so you, that reflects underneath the stickers. So that that that's yeah. fine. It looks better than what it did. That's yeah. the, like you say, looking that bit better. <laughs> yeah, but then I suppose yeah, then that's what's got me reflecting because that bike's a bit in homage to your to your old man as yeah. well. So there's sort of an you know. So we seem to have all these dad connections coming up, which made me wonder whether this episode we're doing today ends up landing on Father's Day because. You know, oh, it just seems yeah. like... I thought you were talking about doing another complete episode. Oh, no, I was talking about this one and it's probably when I went to that um, magazine we're going to review and read the editorial in there. I'll read a bit of that later on into the episode. But he had a real reflection about his father and his connection to his dad, which I thought, yeah, it's interesting stuff. But our guest here also tells me that, you know, being an identical twin, so I imagine, I don't know, whether your old boy realised what was coming at him at the time, mate. Oh, <laughs> I think... It was... Or backstory, um, my parents got divorced very, very young. Like my brother and I were probably little babies at the time. But we were doomed from the start. The old man was a mechanic at City Ford. Yeah. And uh, my mum was an absolute rev herd. When they got married, her daily was a genuine XRGT. So what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) I think we were doomed from the start. Yeah, there you go. Understandable. So, yeah, that was just my little buddy mention around the dad mm. stuff, I guess. It's just, you know, it's been um, good. Where you're at with the Nash, you better give him an update on the Nash. Yeah, uh, we decided after, you know, this guy's been, you know, paid no attention to his carbies to find out they were distraught and needed full reconditioning, so that's happening. He knew um, what they were. The intake, hey? He knew what they were. Yeah, Jason, Jason. I still want to say his surname yeah. at some point, but, you know, at the moment I'll hold back. Um, and decided in the meantime to modify the tunnel rams so they do bolt into me blue motor heads properly. So we've done away with the earlier style bolt down section and, uh, yeah, so, and they're repairing the water, but he ports and stuff on them a bit too while it's happening. So probably another $500 into these tunnel rams to eventually put them on. But Dave sort of pushed me towards M&W engines in Ballarat to rework those bolt holes because he doesn't want to work with me putting them on to find out again that we can't run them. So mm. that'll be all cemented and locked in. So yep. hopefully this week. Very good. No worries, mate. Um, well, this well this is due to come out on the 18th, but yep. I guess you want to switch that, but we'll, we'll sort that one out. Comp close, uh, that reference to that would have been, we would have been to the Vic Market show, I guess, on the 14th. Oh, yep, yep. Um, so I'm sure that would have been a good day. Yeah, well, I noticed. <laughs> see, I see it's growing. Like he went in there and just put on a little display. All of a sudden, they're giving him a shed. Go go from 25 cars to 150 cars. Nice. Yeah, no, really nice. It's good stuff. And I guess uh, comp comp uh, competitions cl- will be closing end of August. Yep. That's all I've got. Yep, keep them coming at us. Virtual car show. Time to start going through them. Yep. Uh, time to touch base with Andrew again about our trophy. So I'm going to go and check yeah. in and catch up. Um, and the other stuff I had was just a bit of our music that, like I say, I've added some songs to the um, playlist. I don't know whether anyone's noticed that maybe didn't get mentioned. So now I'll mention them just to keep it get up to date. But McCluskey, to hell with good intentions, a good song, which now lives there. Um, big heavy stuff. I tracked down the Ooh, song. Hibern- yep. I tracked down Hibernate because I think that was the single that kind of locked, locked me in. Got some Pink Floyd in there for Shane after his uh, Never Late Eight. 
Uh, and Brody Borg, who I now call Moses Jr., um, actually put up a, a story and it had Rebel Yell as the music. And I just can remember me at 14 working at Tuckerbag, infiltrating their PA with that with bloody Billy Idol album. And just thought it's just weird that, you know, connection to this young guy. Because, I mean, if he's sharing a story, I've already thought about sharing that story or a reel or whatever. It's just a yeah, weird, you know, 53 year old bloke to be so in tune with a 17 year old lad. But yeah. <sighs> young at heart, mate. <laughs> young at heart. That must be it. Scotty, have you heard of Tropical Fuckstorm? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, I'm also recommending you let my tyres down. I think I might have added that to the playlist. Um, and the Foggy Mountain Rockers did a really good version of our intro song too. So that's worth checking out. Cool. I'd call it succinct. He didn't try and hold on to notes. He just chopped them a little bit earlier and kept it pretty smooth. There you go. So that's general business, do we think? Yeah, I think. I don't think there's anything else. No. I haven't got the eight questions written down, so you can start those if you want, mate. Okay, we're going to take... I'm going to uh, go flick back a few pages to our last guest. Yeah, well, Dale's already dropped in a couple in relation to uh, yeah, family cars, but what's your first car-related memory then, mate? Have we touched it? Um, I did actually have a thing about this the other day because I've listened to some of the podcasts and the yep. eights before, and I think probably my earliest actual memory is, I think... Once uh, this, might, I'm not 100 sure on the story, but I think once my father actually sold his XRGT, um, I think we ended up with an XW station wagon. Yeah, that's probably as far back as I can remember without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's funny how back in the day, like your dad or whatever worked for Fords, you had Fords. Yeah, like my, my granddad, and that was the same. I got a tip on an XYK code wagon today for about six grand. They're right. Cheap. It's probably wild. <laughs> but mate's doing an XY sedan. He's just paid 10 for this and mm. he goes, it's pretty wild. But he's looking at the doors and, yeah, like you can you can buy everything. Yeah. You can yeah. buy everything new. So you pull all the shit panels off and start hanging new panels on it. You know, you're on your way. So, yeah, there you go. So I maybe know where there's a K code wagon if you want to buy <laughs> I've got enough cars on here. (laughs) Well, what was your first car, mate, that you maybe spent your own money on or, you know? Oh, it's one I regret selling to. Um, Cross off the regret then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably the one, first one that I really do miss and actually bought for myself was a XC GXL. Yep. Um, That was a 351 four-speed. I think most inch. of them were. Probably blue, was it? No, it was yellow. Yellow. Yeah. Um, it was a tough car. Yeah, like, that's cool. It was grouse. But in saying that, though, I regret not buying the other car that I was looking at at the time, but the XC was killer. So yeah. Yeah. I did uh, probably the clutch in it lasted <laughs> maybe six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just too many second or third gear burnouts and it's like, yeah, this is going to cost me. And, yeah, it did. So. Jeez, I find, find that hard to believe given the cruise across and the Uber <laughs> premium option today in the VZ Ute. But, uh, yeah, we might touch that Ute in a minute down here a bit further too. But quickest I've ever got to 60 k's an hour, I reckon. Not saying anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was in Mexico. Or El Paso. Western Mexico. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, what's... um. 
So what's the favourite car you've owned? Because I know that um, you're big into your diesel. Yeah, look. As well. It's a hard one. It's a toss-up between the red truck and the blue truck. Like they're just, It's just something about them. It's just something about a V8 diesel. Yeah. It just sounds unbelievable and so like what, that. Um, what is the red one? What's the blue one if you want to run through quickly just for, so the, for the, the listeners? The red one's me big jacked-up one. It's a 2004 F250 dual cab. Um it has or used to have about five hundred odd horsepower. <laughs> um, but yeah, on a return trip from Brashenats this year, we kind of sent the rods out the side of it and uh, <laughs> split the block in half, so it wasn't really flash. But um, yeah, that thing was—I I don't know. It's just, I've taken a few mates for a ride in it, and it's on thirty-seven inch high tires. But you look at the truck, you wouldn't think they're 37 inch. Yeah, no, it's yeah. <laughs> they look like Still about 20. Look big enough. Yeah. <laughs> they look like about 20. Um, but that thing, like it's built auto, uh, big turbo, big so, injectors. So what's the what's the lift involved? Like what sort of lift kit is so underneath it? Is like that's it, all suspension. It's all springs and shocks and stuff. It's yep. um, six inch, six and a half inch lift on yep. it. Um, yeah, I really didn't intend on doing that to it. It was more so about actually making it go fast. Like yeah. it just just surprised people. Yeah. And then I kind of went to the States once and, yeah, that sort of snowball from there and it ended up being Stupid big. question. Have you ever taken it off-road? <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes I've got to lock the hubs in to get up that nature strip, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few people comment, does it have a front tail shaft? Is it Bluetooth? No, it does have a front tail shaft. It does work because the problem is the thing makes – we had it on a dyno at uh, 4x4 Obsession, a mate of my brother's, and we had three straps on it and it still wouldn't hold it. So mm. you can imagine what it would be like on a drag strip. Well, I've Talk. actually run it at Calder Park a couple of times yep. and – I can't run it in two-wheel drive. Yeah. It's got to be in four high because it just smokes the tyres. <laughs> it makes nearly a 1,000 foot-pound of torque mm. at the tyres. So it's... Pretty crazy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's ran a 14 flat. Yeah. And the thing weighs three and a half Which tons. is oh, yeah. pretty good going for oh, yeah. that. Madly for respectable. That, for yeah. that. It's got more in it. I but, mean, yeah. it, it's a big car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it had more in it. It used to have more in it. <laughs> so what, what's the plan? Your new engine? Or? I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell a, a car that I bought. I intended on holding on to for a little while, but yeah, this has happened. So um, a friend of mine, Shane Rowe, who owns Southern Rod and Custom, has a built seven three power stroke sitting there oh, yeah. for a project. He used to, he was going to build, but can the idea. And when he found out I blew that one up, he said, oh, i still got this motor here. I'm like, that'd be killer. How much do you want for it? And he still hasn't told me because as Southern Rod custom, they're flat out. Yeah. So it's, yeah. He'll get back to me one day as so long as I sell this ute soon or I'm just going to have to start working harder. <laughs> um, the blue ute. Where's, no. the, where's the point of difference with the blue one? So the blue one's a 97 model, yeah. uh, long wheelbase F three fifty Julie. Late front upgrade too. Oh, no, I've changed the bumper bar, the front bumper bar oh, yeah. on it, but I've got they don't originally come with all clear headlights and indicators. I've changed all those. Yeah. Uh, it's got a twenty twenty F two fifty platinum front bumper on it. Um, all LED lights, cab lights. Yeah. Um, I brought in 
because the F350 is only an eight stud wheel. So I had to get 22 and a half inch Alcoa wheels machined down to 22s, uh, all the adapters to go to 10 studs. So they're yeah. actually genuine truck wheels. They've just been machined down to yeah. 22s so we can get road tires on them. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, it's pretty mad looking thing. <laughs> you see, I saw you driving. I don't know where it was the other day. But it, you you pick it the mm. mile away. It looks it looks menacing on the road, especially with the the big nuts the spinning. Spikes on it. The spikes <laughs> spinning. It looks like something out of a movie that will just come yes. up against you. And well, a lot of those yeah. trucks look like they're running a bit of a tape. They're like, so narrow yeah. at the front, wide at the back. Well, but I reckon, yeah. I reckon those nuts are nearly as far, nearly as wide. Yeah. <laughs> nearly balance it out. Yeah, oh, it's good looking. No, it's cool. Oh, I love it. Like it's just there's nothing, nothing like it. When, before I bought it, the couple that owned it, they used to tow a three thirty three foot van with it. And it's a bit crazy. Like I've, I have a bit to do with um, the guys here at Izuzu, yeah. the, the trucks in it, and they sell all the um, their Performax agents. So they sell all oh, the yeah. big GMCs and F two fifties and all that. Yep. And you know, you talk to them, it's 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 really astounding that you can go and buy that truck, then put a huge caravan on the back of it and yep. still drive it on a normal license. Yeah. It doesn't make it does not make any yeah, sense yeah. to me. Uh, like you're nearly as long as a freaking, you know, semi trailer or something. Yeah, look it doesn't well, make any sense. It's yeah. all legal weights and this sort of shit. Yeah, you know, under four and a half ton GVM this and all that sort of shit. Yeah, but, there's a lot of fine print in it and I I'm I'm a truck driver for a living, so I yeah. I see that yeah. The same deal, and I'm just like, why don't you have a truck, at least a heavy yeah. combination yeah. license? But yeah. it, I believe it's all deemed to where the, the gooseneck ball or the fifth wheel hitch is in the tub, tub of whatever's towing mm. this trailer as to whether you have to pull into Weybridge's, whether you have to yeah. have a heavy vehicle license, mm. stuff like that. It's not really nationalised. Yeah, well, he, he, um, because he's got a big van himself, but he, he, he showed me a picture of he took. I can't even remember what it was. I don't know whether it was a Denali or one of those big things. And he showed me a picture of it and, and he, I said, how long is that? He goes, yep, it's crazy that I'm allowed to drive that on the – he said, you know, he's got his truck licence, not he, he drives trucks. But yeah. he said, it's crazy that anyone can go and buy this setup and just drive it on the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you go to the States and you see what they've got and you're just like, oh. In, the no States way. is crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we – had a bit of a sidetrack from that. Yeah. <laughs> you got nothing else to add on to the regret and the missed opportunity moments, mate? Is there um, there? Look, I'll tell you what, I'm probably like a lot of guys where you've early days, you know, I, we bought a, an XW sedan for like 300 bucks. Yeah. You know, and that car would be worth. Mm. And the same deal with the XC. I had a, a choice between the XC and somehow they talked me out of it. Probably because I was a P plater, I think, at the time. Yeah. Um, but there was a diamond white XWGT replica. Yeah. Factory roof, black interior, and it was a tunnel ram Clevo. <laughs> and it was around <laughs> 10, 12 grand. Yeah. So it's <laughs> just like, oh, that'd be a hundred thousand car dollar car all day to, yeah, today. But yeah. I still wouldn't sell it. No. Like it's just yeah. Could write a book on those missed moments. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I think I, I think between myself and my brother, we've had anything from probably an XW right through to EDs. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. Um which is kind of funny now. I've got three Commodores. No, four <laughs> Commodores. <laughs> four Commodores and two Ford trucks. Yeah, but... I know. And here we are trying to sneak up on the curb out the front of the I bloody think he... podcastle and uh, 
you know, one vehicle could drive over the top of the other one. Without mm. You just it. you just get to a point in life. I mean, I was the same. Like my uncles and all my, like my granddad worked at Ford. Dad yeah. worked at Ford for a bit of time. All my uncles did up Fords. Like anything I was related to was Ford mm. related. Like even as a kid, helping my uncles out with their builds. Like they, my, one of my uncle did up an XW, another one did up an XC, and I was always tinkering around with them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had. I've had a couple of like EF daily drivers, but I've never had, never had an old Ford. I've always been holding. It's yeah, just I think yeah. you just get to a point you don't you just don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. like a cool car's a cool car. Yeah, and we go yeah. back to that badge, you know, badge fucking branding shit. You know, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. I'd be interested to know um, Scotty's take on that because. Frankie spent most of his time at Holden, or yeah, yeah Frankie was a yeah, Holden man. Yeah, but but the, the daily was the XBGT. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> well, mum, mum's daily. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, Frankie yeah. just drove demos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think go. it harks back. Yeah, I think even now Ford employees still get pretty generous discounts oh. on on stuff. So back then it would have been the same. You know, and uh, the and thing it makes like, sense. Like you yeah. got to look after your people. It's yeah, funny, the right. people who sell the cars don't get it, but yeah. if you work for Ford or work in the factory, you, yeah. you, yeah. I knew new blokes that bought you know, Mustangs when they come out at their Ford discount, got them, sold and made 20 grand and ordered another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a picture. Yeah. No, no yeah. bloke driving around Ballarat and his lime green Mustang. Yeah, yeah got a reasonable deal because mm. you know, he worked there. Yeah. Uh. Um, so we're probably going to stretch this out a bit too, but I've got, you know, favourite caravan at number five. But I know when you mentioned uh, your brother before that uh, you guys were a little bit involved with the Show Cars Melbourne stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I've been to every one of them except for... So we run the, the Show Cars Melbourne show, which was originally in Altona's now at Mooney Valley Race Course yep. every, every February. Uh, and we've also got down to that this year, surely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just grown and it's just gotten crazy. Like, man, this year we ended up having to not only close the gates because we had that many cars in there; it was just out of control. We have general public parking on the infield of the track. At Mooney Valley, we actually opened up even more area over that side to mm. set up some of the clubs and displays there because we just no, we got cool. smashed. I mean, I drove in and it took me probably twenty minutes to get get away from my Nash to get into the car park to go and have a look. Uh, yeah, you know, because there was that yeah. much parked out there in the general parking. Yeah, was, yeah, no, it was a really and every time you turn a corner, like there's just yeah. quality stacked through that whole. Oh. I don't know how you load the place up. Like I probably nearly want a time lapse on it coming together. It's all day Saturday. Like we're, we're there early set up. Then the cars start rolling in. Yeah. The ones that are there on the Saturday for the indoor display, I think this year we had over 140 indoor. Yeah. Mm. We're um, talking up at the top of a staircase and that, Scotty, just tucked in against the wall yeah. and like just, you know, through three layers or four levels of this bloody place. Yeah. And, so. and it, it, being a big event as well as it is, it's also a qualifying round for MotorX. Yep. Um, so we we get asked to give out maybe six invites yep. or something like that. But that that show and Father's Day show at St Kilda are probably my two favourites of the year. They're usually big. Yeah. Um, MotorX is still a good show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially being involved with the show, you get that personal side of it. Like Saturday. We help everyone set up, get in there, yeah. and then Saturday night we have a function for all the entrants and and whoever else wants to sort of 
stick around. And, yeah. Mate, some of the friends we've got now is just you, you, I know people from years ago that you know you used to watch on the street machine some of those videos and yeah and and things like that. And now they're your friends, so sitting down having a steak with them. You yeah, know? no, it's it's bloody great the way the community all comes together. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. Probably can't talk about you and events without mentioning. Uh, you know, loose fists and broken nets oh, yeah. and all the other side yeah, of stuff yeah. that you get into because you're you're on the ground everywhere, mate. Oh, for some reason I love burnouts. I just love <laughs> <laughs> the smell. Yeah. Oh, look, it's funny. I was talking talking to people about it, and uh, a friend of mine, uh, Glenn Eastwood, Easty, they call him. Yeah. I've known him for over twenty years. He started what's known as the Tire Militia, and you know, you got your big names like Andrew Lynch and all that that are involved in it, and I just say to him, mate, we, we were the original Thai militia back 20 years ago in Melton doing dumb shit on my street <laughs> and out in the back blocks, industrial areas, mate. You know, like we are old school back then and um, even to this day, like I was at Easty's 50th the other day and yeah. well, no, it wasn't long ago, not the other day, but yeah, it wasn't, yeah, wasn't yeah. long ago and he's just got his skid car nearly back together again and he's 50 years old, man. We'll never grow up. Yeah. <laughs> like, awesome. yeah. Oh, that's a pisser. And, you know, got young Mick O'Parker too who works at Ballarat Performance Records because he's campaigning in LS Commodore and that now, but they hurt the motor. But yeah. he's out home at bloody my place the other night cutting out a bit of rust out of Danum's little glance. So oh. There's a little rounded rounded moment. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's had the he had the Barra and the VSU. The, yeah. You know, just wanted to drive to... Events and blow tires and take a yeah. drive home. You know. Oh, it's that. Look, <laughs> I, I've been out with, I've well, I've been out with the likes of Lynchy and um, Tyson, who's got that crazy VH, and yeah. Justin McInnes and his couple of his cars, and it's just, and even then, Justin actually let me drive his blown car while while that was still going, and it's, there's just something about it that you can get out there and have something that makes. 600, 700, 800, even more yeah. horsepower, do that dumb shit, pull it off and drive off the track and he's like, <laughs> it's just an achievement yeah. to a degree because... And how did how did JJ Performance become the go-to place involved in oh, all this? I don't know. Justin says he hates skids, but he loves that. Because, <laughs> God, you drive past that shop and the, and what's out the front? Like, oh, yeah, I go out of my way to do drive-bys. There, yeah. you know, there's cars that come down there from, like, there's uh, that white over gold HQs from Sydney. Yep. Um, that's going to be an animal, that thing. Um, Lynch's car lives there. Yeah. Uh, Tyson's does too. The VH. Yeah. Um, and there he's got his green Ute now. It's I don't know. It's just they just got a formula. They yeah. They just get it done. Um, even Ash, one of his mechanics, has got a weapon VY. I think it is that he took the brash notes this year, and it's his first big event. Yep. And he he qualified top thirty five out of like hundred and twenty cars, and that's an aspirated LS. Wow. Like. He was. He's got to be wrapped with that. We were stoked. Like, yeah, yeah, it was such a good event for all the guys. Um, and then for Lynchy to win, naturally aspirated. Tyson got third, and then Lynchy won overall. One brash and that's. And yeah. we're talking about seventy thousand dollar blown and ejected motors. Yeah, he comes out with this six hundred horsepower methanol LS, <laughs> uh, aspirated and smashes the whole lot. But the boy can drive. So yeah. Well, Mikko Parker, I learned that in the pits at Heathcote because I said to Mikko, I commended him on his performance in the VSU. No. And then he goes, did you notice I didn't touch the limiter once? 
Yeah. And no, I hadn't hadn't even thought about it. Yeah. He's running the T five in that car. Yeah. And you know, everyone else is bop, 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 bop. You yeah. know, like Mikko's just dancing up and down past the crowd with his fist in the air and yeah. Yeah, didn't even touch it, you know. So nah, good stuff. Move you're on to current cars, mate, because the one that we're moving along we haven't discussed <laughs> it yet, at all yet. But <laughs> Yeah, so obviously we've got the two F trucks. Um the VZSS that we come across in today, the Ute, yep. um, that one was fully built by Justin at JoJo Performance after it, it already I'd had a cam and that put in it. Yep. It was pretty mild. It was a bit – it was good. It was good fun. It was quick. Um, but I just – I don't know. A mate of mine had a VF Maloo and it was blown – I think it was a 427 dart block, like – and it was manual and it was insane. Any gear at will, just fry the tyres. Yeah. Had to have one. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I tamed it down though. I was stuck with a bo- stock bottom NLS1, but it's got a 2300 Harrop on it. Um, CNC machine, Blackwell's by Blackwell's cylinder heads on it. Yeah. Um, street racer cam, 3200 converter, ATS built trans in it. Um, yep. Adam at, in Bendigo did it. Um, and yeah, it is a monster now. It's like six hundred and fourteen horse at the tyres. Yeah, look at his. Yeah, it's a bit of serious gear. In a ute. In a oh. ute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plant, you're in the seat, mate. Nearly needs that reverse bloody pattern fucking shifter just yeah. so you can fucking push gears. You know, yeah, no, mate. she's a handful. Um, <laughs> I've got the VESS ute that I'm trying to sell at the moment, but I bought that, sent it in a car out here in Ballarat. And it's only got like 89,000 Ks on it, 2010 model, six-speed six manual, six-litre. Like I don't really want to do anything to it because it's just so nice and it's just nice to drive. Like, yeah. like I said, I've driven manual cars with big cams and unless they're tuned properly or you can just live with it, yeah. they are a little difficult. Um but, yeah, that's got to go to fund the new motor for the red truck. Yeah, I better not show you Simon's fucking the rear mount turbo because that <laughs> yeah. might change your mind a little. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, and I've got the VF SSV sedan, which that's – so that actually used to belong to Justin McInnes. Yeah. Um, we That's been tuned. That already had a blower on it and a couple of other things, small cam. That's 507 kilowatts at the tyres and that is stupid fast. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's like it's a fair stable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing's a bit of a monster. But I just one day I might do more to it. But it's just such a nice car. Like yeah. I never had anything as new. Yep, all the bells and whistles. It's just a nice car. Yeah. But I reckon I the, v, s- the VF is probably the best one they made. I reckon. I think so. Like you get in that after right. being in the VE, and you just go, "That VE is such a fucking dinosaur." They, um, <laughs> they just they just got it right. They got the looks yeah. right. The interior looks right. Yeah, yeah. They drive right. Yeah. It, it's sort of a shame that that's. I mean, it's good that it's the last one, that but it's a shame that out. that was. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Because like that one's a twenty fourteen model, mm. so it's still an LS uh, L seventy seven. So it's yeah. a six liter, but yeah. It's only making ten pound a boost at the moment. Smaller cam than the Ute's got in yeah. it, and uh, still five hundred and seven kilowatts at the mm. tyres on ninety eight. Both are on ninety eight. No E eighty five or anything, um, and that Ute's only making eight pound a boost. So yeah. it's got Plenty way more, more in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, 
And then I got the shitbox, the daily, which is a VS Commodore. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. VS is a fun and love it. Oh, the moment. mate. Yeah, they shout, just... shout out to Clarky. They're one of my, one of my VS, favorite yes. models, I think. Oh, they def- are VS. Definitely. Especially the SS. SS, the clubbies. Yeah. I love like that VRVS shape. I reckon yeah. they're good. I just like the Ecotech. You can just. Yeah. Oh, they just. Oh. Bring it, mate. Like. They Amazing. went to that alloy tech and just that yeah. wasn't a good the 3.6 thing. The 3.6 went just not. Nah. I was talking to Clarky about his VSU purchase the other day and he said it's virtually like buying a car that's got such a history in your own town. You know, it's yeah. almost like driving past going and own you one day and then all of a sudden <laughs> he owns that bloody year. You know? but, <laughs> yeah, well. but VSs are definitely growing in the love. You got a dream car concept, mate? You got something that you'd I've really I've probably just... got two. Um, one day I'd maybe sell the all the Commodores and actually buy another square body Falcon because I really love XDs and XEs. I've had a and XFs, but more so the XD, XE. Yeah. I've had a couple. Um and actually if Jamie's old one ever came up for sale again, I would actually consider buying that back because yeah. that car Oh, he never should have sold, but anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> it turned into an even better car when it did get sold because the guy who bought it just tipped even more money into it. But I think another XD, whether it be a Ute or a sedan, yep. uh, and a panel van. Yeah. Like a, a modern today's version of a, an old school style panel van yep. with the murals and everything, mm. but with the technology that's around now. Mm. The stuff that you could do to it, like the murals would be insane. Yeah. The the motor, the interior, the the technology in it. Like yeah. it'd just be something completely different. But yeah, yeah maybe one day. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> uh, well we sign out on number eight with words of wisdom. If you've got anything you want to impart, mate, about, you know. Words of wisdom. Uh, I don't know if it's really got anything to do with cars, but I think in the grand scheme of things, what happens to you in life is up to you. Yep. So I've had a lot of things go sour in the last few years with you know, relatives passing away and people getting sick and stuff like that. No, I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. But it just changes your perspective yep. on a lot of things and a lot of things don't really matter anymore. And yeah. it's just like, okay, just go do what you want. Sure, if you want it to industry. happen, make it happen. Like it's up to you. Yeah, if you just got to sit back and go... Oh, I wish you could afford that. Well, you probably could. Yeah. Make <laughs> yeah. it happen. You just yeah. got to make it happen. Drive your own destiny. Yep. Uh, like that, oh, mate. Very good. Awesome. Very good. Oh, well, we've got uh, something different today. That's it. And I know you were on a bit of a schedule at some point time-wise. I just want to make sure that we're yeah, not... Yeah, no, know, we're right for, the, right for the time being. I'll just go if I need to. You can carry on. <laughs> Fair enough. I do. Well, I do carry on, you know. I might want you for the acapella version of Cats in the Cradle at the end, you know. Cats in the Cradle. Getting carried away with these songs, mate. Two nails. Um, this will be a spin off. His, his musical podcast spin off. Oh, yeah, no. Again, I say if I embarrass myself as hard as I can at the start, it can only go up from there. So, so uh, we've, so got, we've got Motor Magazine in front of us today. That's it. Just uh, the July twenty twenty two. What the they're calling final the final issue. issue. Yeah. And I just thought we'd have a look at it. I um, I was a big reader of this back in the day, particularly when I was selling cars. Yeah, well, that's what um, I was probably sort of haven't. I probably haven't looked at it for a while, and it's probably a lot of people haven't looked at it for a while. It's probably why they've pulled the pin. But um, I just 
saw it there and um, thought, yeah, why not have a look at it? And it's just, just um, I think if you're a car enthusiast, go and go and grab it because there's yeah. some good stuff in it. Yeah, no, I figured that's pretty much why you would have been in tuned into it. And I'm well, going to say, I used to buy wheels, motor, street machine. Yeah, well, there's some oh. interesting stuff too that gets raised about wheels in my mm. notes. But um, the other side of it is, I found when you're going to put from 54 through to 2022, I would have thought there would have been more historical content. Yeah, it's like it where, seems to be a really you, limited um, timeline that they've drawn where do you, from. Where do you call the line? Like it's a pretty, it's a pretty decent sized mag. Like where do you? I suppose it's hard. But uh, you're right, there's probably there's some newer stuff in there. They probably could have gone back through the archives a bit more, but maybe the old stuff doesn't match up with the new tech to get printed. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's, don't there's know. a VE in there. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> friggin' old. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur, you tell me. <laughs> well, just a side note, I was thinking of this yesterday. I seen it on TikTok. There was a video of a, a VE Commodore U, big cam, choppy idle, and yep. above it the caption said, Old school, and I'm like, is that fucking old school already? <laughs> a fucking VE, Jesus Christ. Fuck. But yeah, we're aging they disgracefully. They probably know. are. <laughs> yeah. Is that dropping? Nah, that's all right. It was just a bit far. I'm trying to get a bit more central. I feel like I'm talking out the corner of my mouth, maybe, but no. Um, all good. My first shout out with this was the cover. I, I reckon that's a ripper cover. Um, the W1 in between the, the Countage or Countach or however you want to <laughs> however you, you want to pronounce it in the and the Porsche nine five nine like that uh, yeah the, the white background with the bright colours I thought that was a, a ripper thing and I think um, I did put a note down here um, the photography in this magazine even the old even if you go back to the old uh, stories that they're running yeah photography's brilliant in this. Some really good, more so outside rolling shots rather than, you know, street machine yeah. or indoors, real set, real photoshopped, which, I mean, these yeah. are probably all edited in some way, but there's just something about that outside while the car's moving and getting that good that good shot. Yeah. I, mm. I, I really love looking, just looking enough, at the pictures. And I read enough into the stories too to remember that, young me at school that plagiarised an article from Wheels about a Ferrari 308 GTB test drive and handed it in as an essay. <laughs> and I was disappointed because I got a B. Uh, but they reckon <laughs> that you get an A for consistency as well, apparently. But um, that driving experience, writing, no. which I guess we don't get through our, you know, the Street Machine magazine. You know, yeah, there's just no, looking there's at the no, car and talking oh, about I'm the car. In the car and this is but, how it feels no. and this is what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and there's some really colourful versions of that mm. in there, you know, like in performance cars and just that driving A second little note I, I, so. I will raise, if you open up the first page, there's a, a tyre advertisement and I thought, oh, yeah, that's that's all right. And then I looked at the brand. Maxis. Maxis. Mm. Like, that would have been a Pirelli ad. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just thought, oh yeah, there's another. Uh, yeah. Pirelli's got a new tire, or Michelin's got a new tire. Then I thought, uh, Maxis. Okay. So that's probably another indicator uh, of the wind up, mate. Yeah, you know, mm. can't get the real high end um, advertisers either. Just yeah, it, that's how much of a gap I suppose it, it's been since I've sort of looked at it. But and the other thing I I did actually quite like 
is uh, all the brands, you know, saying thank you. And yeah, I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Wasn't really like they're still advertising Mercedes AMG there yeah. on the on the third page with the with the GT, whatever they call it, SLS or GT, whatever it is. Yep. Um, but they're kind of paying. But it's just a, it's, it's been quite a ride. Thank you from all of us at Mercedes Benz Australia, and it's just an awesome picture of the. Yep. The yeah, Benz, no, that's really obviously nice. still getting an advertising, but there was Audi and um, oh, there was yeah, a, few, there's a few. There's a few in there that did it. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, well, well, I put down um, one of the first things I mentioned was because I went to the editorial uh, as I'll often do, the one by Andy Enright. But that's what sort of drew me back to that Father's Day um, parallel. But can I just read a little bit of this? Yep. Yeah. Okay with that. Mm-hmm. I really saw eye to eye with my father. As a child, I avoided him bolting out of the front door as soon as his van pulled into the garage at 4pm, kicking my heels on the city streets until dinner time. He mellowed in his later years due to the, due to the decline of his physical faculties, but the relationship was always fractious. He died 17,000 kilometres from me as I was walking to work in 2014, the news coming in. A call from my brother. I carried on walking, choosing not to burden anyone in the wheels office that day with this piece of news. Some weeks later, my mother presented herself on these shores with a casket of ashes. I took to a beautiful local lake and tipped them in, watching as they filtered through the tannin-stained water, settling on a sunken brow, remnants from another time and place. I found myself overcome by emotion, angry and confused. When I tried to vocalise what was upsetting me, I realised that it was the the finality that had crashed over me, the sheer starkness of an end in an end of itself. What I wasn't to know then and what I can now reflect upon was that this particular end was a release, one of those moments where life shucks off an old skin and sprouts anew. But I thought, you know, we're celebrating 68 years as a magazine. This is the editorial. This is your first go-to. And he just pours out that connection to his old man and I just found that really intriguing. And then he's sort of gone on. Most of the motor team is migrating across the wheels, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the ingredients you loved from motor will be injected into wheels, the visual visual richness and thoughtfulness, the celebration of the car in all its forms and yeah, I hope the they, sense of fun um, that's shot throughout. So um, I'm excited and you should be too. Hmm. But wheels and motor have been competitive against each other. Well, and clearly, I always thought they were – I always said they were two different – and this is why I bought both of them because wheels was very relevant to when – we were selling cars. They would basically review and write about pretty much mostly everyday cars, or those you could most people could enjoy and afford. Yeah, uh, probably a bit more relatable to the average person. Where motor to me was like watching Top Gear. Yeah, yeah. you'd watch yeah. Top Gear for the Ferraris and and that sort of shit. Yeah, and, and that was my point of difference with it. Mm. So it'd be good. To, if they do incorporate that in the wheels. Yeah, and so, so they're mother, rolling. Sorry, mate. So it's mother, it's brother-sister type magazine here. They're well, they're all publishers. under that witch car banner, I oh, think. Oh, competitive mm. and che- and cheekily competitive. There's but, a story in here the about. Same, yeah, under the same. But there's a story in here about Motor leaving a pretend press release on a, on a copier that wheels then snatched and ran. <laughs> I did see so that. There's been, there's been so there's, a, there's yeah. been a bit of cheeky shit going on in the background too. But I Office also pranks, put, mate. But I also, <laughs> yeah, just wanted to mention that anyone who's got a subscription to Motor Magazine, those subscriptions are being rolled across to wheels as well. 
But if you think about it, if you've got another audio engineer that you're sort of competing with who you admire... I've got no competition, mate. Yeah, well, there you go. No, but just visualise. Hypothetically, (laughs) but to then have someone whose work you admire and then end up working together in the same office, like it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Wheels magazine. Yeah. You know, might be back on to uh, buying it. And and that's what they said, the majority of staff are going across there. So... Mm. Anyway, that'll be interesting to see what happens. But um, yeah, I just had a whole heap of basically special mentions. I don't know how you. Oh, I need to see it through your eyes, mate. Did you have any special mentions around? I just had a whole heap. So I just went um, the first story there on the W1. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously one of the newer stories, but still relevant. It's a bit of an iconic car. And look. Look, to be honest, I mean, they're a great car, but fuck me, I don't know what's going with these dickheads paying d- 170 grand for a Commodore. No, no, they're like five, they're selling for 500 or... Yeah, yeah but, but, even, but even on release, you know, they're 160. Oh, look, I get, I get that release price. I get the 170 grand for yeah. what it is. That that, But these clowns that are paying, you know... what one I of think them went for, for a like a million dollars or something, yeah. And I know they only made... I think the Malou's W1, they only made four or something. Yeah, it was four, I think. I mean, yeah. I get it's a special car, but fuck me, a million dollars, sorry. I reckon, I reckon, I've, I reckon I've seen three of those four <laughs> in Melbourne. Yeah. They're, they're just not worth They're not, they're not worth that much. What series? VF. So it was the, the last, last one. The last one. HSV. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, there was blokes that bought them. Like I said, I think they only made four of the W1s, so the, the spec ones. And I think one with all plastic on the doors, yeah, mm. million bucks. And then everyone who bought one, sending them off to auction, not the W1s, it's the GDSRs, they're selling, mm. flog yeah. them off to auction, 450, 500 grand. It's like, fuck me, they're just, who's buying them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, sort of I think they'd be kicking themselves now because that car's not worth 500 grand if it goes to auction right now. No, no. Yeah. I don't know about that. You know, insure it. 20, 20 <laughs> years' time, I don't know, maybe if you don't put any Ks on it, but. Mm. I don't know. I think those numbers are nearly matching your bloody VZ, aren't they, mate? 474 kilowatts. Yeah, yeah, it'd be about that. But that'd be 474 at the motor. That wouldn't be at the yeah, tyres. No, so. Yeah, so, yeah, so that bloke can pay a million for that thing and we could just leave him no, in the lights. No, chop him. Yeah. <laughs> chop him. <laughs> um, but the thing with that car, like, it's amazing the technology in that car. It would really, if I had that, yeah, you'd see you'd see me coming up behind you on the Great Ocean Road, swerving all over the road. They'd be like, "What's this idiot doing?" I'd be like, "Warming the tires up," because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tip this into some corners. Yeah. Like that's about all that. Yeah. Realistically, and I, that's all that car's good yeah, for. Yeah, well, I remember the mates and I too when the first GDSR came out, the yellow one, yep. and we were just we were disappointed by the price point because mm. we knew that it was going to be corporate executives that could go and buy them and probably not utilize well, them. That was what ninety. Four-ish yeah. that came out, and that was like seventy nine. Yeah, and we were seventy nine grand, I think, from memory. We were dreaming. We were dreaming that car. Yeah, we were dreaming rubber floor mats, cardboard door trims, heater deletes. You know, whatever it took to get the price <laughs> point down, where you know a few young blokes be able to go and buy them. You know, because. Yeah. You used to be able to do that back in the day. You could anyway. order things with the anyway, big, it was big a cool option one. in the smaller car. And just, or, just or, a or side note too on that, and yet the, the paint code spec was the same as a taxi. So <laughs> It was taxi. It was yeah, pretty it was. much yeah. the same colour, yep. yeah. Yep. Do we yep. want to know what Luffy thought about it? I don't know. I, I, I must have been ambitious last night when I marked out that I was going to read this, but 
uh, off the back of his sterling work at HRT, Motors' very own Wazaluff has taken on the role of HSV's development driver and he seems to be enjoying that work. How could you not? I'm managing to get a W1 prototype. Job. <laughs> yeah, managing, a professional yeah. hoon, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, here we go, managing to get a W1 prototype around Winton back in December last year in a time of 133.2 more than four full seconds faster than the previous set by the GDS during HSV's own testing. <laughs> but, yeah, but right from the outset I was so impressed by the thing, but it does go on and explains. Oh, there's but, no doubt they are a, a brilliant car. And look, HSV's always, they always put that, went that bit extra, and I think that's what happened, that's where the Ford Tickford mm. or FPV side just died in the ass. They yep. didn't. They didn't really do anything. No. Like HSVs had the huge brakes and this and that, and Ford. Oh, yeah, let's make it FPV. We'll put a fucking sticker on this car. We'll put a few extra kilowatts in it. But there was no imagination. No. Like, they didn't change the interior. Like HSVs, they went. Full, they went full ball. Yeah. Well, I think my opinion is early days. Ford did well right up until probably about I don't know, maybe EB. ED mm. because even like now you go I love going on the all four day because there's always something there that it's a one of one yeah. or it's you know one of a few that had someone's ordered a specific mm. trim color mm. rah, 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 that sort of stopped when FPV and then they brought out the BABFGTs and people were using them as dailies yeah. and you could buy one for like yeah, 15 yeah. grand yeah. they just yeah. don't hold that same yeah. About the LGT or I just the FGT. They yeah. probably should have. Like there. that last XR8 <laughs> sprint they did was probably the best one they did because it mm. had the proper suspension. They did, actually went into it. Yeah. Yep. had the bigger Brembo brakes, you know, three whatever, 18 kilowatt horsepower or yeah, kilowatt engine, whatever it was. 351, yep. wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. 351 kilowatts because they were branding at 351. Yep. That was, it's a shame they just didn't put that effort in all the way and mm. they probably would have done a bit better. Yeah, whereas HSV, Holden HS, HSV, they did. They did. They know, went yeah. full. Yeah. Like they had that race, like they were, HRT, you know, HSV went racing yeah. where the FPVs really didn't. I remember being excited even like in the early development of, of Commodore, you know, like all of a sudden you could buy a dual cab fucking ute with a fucking Chev in it and mm. all this shit. It's like the kids that grew up watching cars all of a sudden we're designing and developing cars yeah. and all of a sudden we get a Monaro back and, you know, but Holden seemed to be definitely driving a lot of development. Yeah. So what did you yeah. have, mate? Is there any special first special mention? Well, the, yeah, the W1 was definitely one that I was um, keen on. Well, we were um, talking about not connecting real heavy to the book and the style of book yeah. that it is, but did, the, you, did you get anything on that McLaren F1? Oh, uh, mate, that I'd love to see one of them in the flesh. I've never had the privilege, but that, that is an outstanding motor vehicle. I want to read this too then because, you know, you'll see my fucking copies just marked <laughs> up with fucking po- bits that I want to read. But mm. um, Gordon Murray has a party trick. Behind his back, this 6.1-litre V12 is burbling away, happy at tick over. The needle just edging up as he snicks the gear lever into first and trickles out of the Goodwood pits. At 50 kilometres an hour, he moves the lever in a satisfying snickety-snick and floors the throttle. Wow, a shrill, vibrant noise fills the McLaren's cabin and there's the sensation of a giant hand at our backs. Was there ever a motoring sensation like this? A cloud of spray plumes off the 
bespoke Goodyear tyres and streams from the underfloor Venturi, but the F1 feels supremely stable and there's little sign of wheel spin. Gordon backs off, dabs the brakes and deftly turns uh, to the double apex at Magwick. He goes, that was sixth. <laughs> what? Sixth. <laughs> if I'd taken off, if I'd taken second, we'd have been facing the way we came. <laughs> <laughs> Click sixth gear at 50 kilometres an hour. Yeah, no, yes. they are. Um, and you got to <laughs> remember, just what, right on the edge of traction all the way. We're talking. Was it what year did they come out? Ninety three or something? I thought I was struggling to find the years of the articles, but yeah, 93. July ninety three. But you've got to remember, this car <laughs> in ninety three, like, I mean, Gordon, um, he's still building cars now. He's got the GM something or other that he's working with. I've seen some videos of it. He knows how to design a car, like there's no doubt about it. And this, like 1993, that car still looks freaking amazing. I absolutely love it. I've always loved how it. How good's that shot, page 18? All the gold. Just all the gold. I actually put that down as a special. cover open. Yeah, you know, I took that shot as bloody precious pretty I much. I put that down as like a special mention. I don't know. That, that's the shot. <laughs> yeah. I've got that. <laughs> yeah, no, Hang on. What oh, the fuck is that? I've got some back yeah, oh, Luffy got... launching the yeah, uh, VW Luffy. van. Yeah, no, definitely Luffy's getting some mentions. <laughs> Airborne veto. <laughs> That's great. It's like, yes, I hired it and I brought a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the F1 is, that'll go down as one of the best cars ever to be made, I think, that car. Basically, probably be street legal fucking it was an F1, F1, F1 car, yeah. F1 car. Yeah. It, it will and that's their saying, it's, com- it's comparable to F1 cars. Yeah. They oh, mentioned yeah. the ones that it's actually comparable to. F1 is virtually as quick as it and centers Formula 1 McLaren on the hangar straight at Silverstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and according, the, the, according to the Never Late podcast, uh, the Nasher is only 25 kilograms heavier than a 190E <laughs> Evo 2 Mercedes. <laughs> How's that fucking work? Probably a little classier too. I mean, I, um, yeah, I, it's I, 1,575 I kilos to my 1,590. I find that but even the McLaren's talking the same sort of weight. I had the uh, that Ben story down as my next pick because I'm a sucker for an old Ben's. I love them and this thing... Um, this thing's awesome. I just love the look. Those early, um, early nineties, late eighties Benzes. Just the German cars in general. Um, those, those sort of eighties, nineties things. I reckon they'll bring it. I mean, I suppose I can't neglect the fact they gave it four and a half stars in their review too, mm. you know, because they it's what they do. So it's got to be a good car. But I like the uh, claimed seven point one naught to a hundred. Claimed because a yeah. few of them have got just in brackets claimed. Yeah, like, see the uh, the thing with the Germans know, is the Nash does it. They're not really interested in that north to hundred. They're therefore get out on the autobahn. Yeah, yeah we can it. do a million miles an hour. Like that's they, like the top speed in what nineteen ninety uh, two hundred fifty k's an hour. So yeah. you can just you pit, you, I can just picture this thing cruising along the autobahn. Yep, flat stick, and it would sit there solid as a rock. Just. Yep. Gone. Actually, I've got a Luffy Autobahn story coming up too. I Talking about uh, <laughs> Dad. Oh, no, when, when Dad was uh, working at Mars, he, he quite often have to go overseas. And I remember him coming back uh, after his I think his first trip to Germany. I can't remember where he was in Germany. But anyway, he said they were on the, in this high car on the Autobahn, had this thing pegged out, flat out. They were doing about 90 mile an hour. He said, 
and then you just got all these cars just <laughs> like beamers, mercs just going past you like you're standing still and they're doing like the speedo was off the thing and doing 90 mile an hour or something yeah, Don't like they that. have like set speed lanes where if you're going to be doing like well, 180 that's the plus, thing. you no, need to slow be lanes. Slow. Over there, they yeah. actually take notice of their lanes. Yeah. They've... they've yeah. They stick to their lanes because they've got that education and they know that if you're mm. out here, you need yep. to be doing. We need autobahns here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And ours says, you know, keep left unless overtaking. Yeah. It doesn't say st- sit in the right if you think you're doing the speed. Mate, you know, if, we, <laughs> if we had autobahns here, it would be like people would be merging at 100 for a change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like actually doing That'd the speed limit. That would be a nice limit. start, wouldn't it? That would be good. That'd be great. Um, and what's next? Anyone else? I got a bit of stuff on Luffy. I reckon. Yeah, Page that was ninety-seven. King Luff. I will say I went straight past the fucking Tesla story there in the fucking Nickelback pile. What, <laughs> what the fuck's going on there, mate? Fucking Tesla's. He saw a picture. Well, yeah, upset. It reminded Te- him. Never liked Tesla. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you were a fan. What? No. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind Elon Musk. Is a as a person, what he does, but he's I've got no fucking time for these cars. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a pretty no funny time for them. A pretty I funny saw cartoon one in the flesh, and you know, in the pictures, yeah, they look cool. You see them in the flesh, they just yeah, they're nothing. Mm. They look like a toy. You cannot make them look good. Yeah, I think I you struggle just, to make them look good. Don't know, don't know about them, but anyway, I know there's fanboys out there, and sorry if you're a fucking Tesla fanboy, but you yeah, you, we you, actually we actually had two show up at the Father's Day show last year, both customized. Yeah, which we were. Kind of like oh, wow. there's no doubt they're fucking bullet quick. You take yeah. it to a drag strip, there wouldn't be much to be out. Yeah, oh, there's plenty over overseas, especially that are weapon. What fast, do they call it? Um, ludicrous mode. Yeah, just that and <laughs> yeah. I mean you're gone. Yeah, yeah. chilling. With but you got to be able to stop it too. That, <laughs> we've seen the, the end result a couple of times of that. Chilling with Chet. Did you see that? Anyway, he no. rode his Telstra off. It's my ran out of brakes and fucking pretty much put her into the sand, flipped it on its side like big, whoops, big ride off, uh, big my get off. Rant about but again, Teslas just yeah. eased into the speed. Wasn't dressed appropriately. No helmets, no yeah. nothing. All of a sudden, 170 mile an hour sideways into a wall. Well, I, I, you know, they, they, like even when they, I've seen a couple of electric vehicles. I don't know if they were Teslas um, doing drifting. Yep, uh, but they've got to have an actual audible sound. Mm. So that everyone knows what they're doing yeah, where they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even the car competing with them so they, they can hear it. They did that at, um, a couple of years ago. They had um, an electric bike doing Pikes Peak mm. and they made them have a beep audio. just yeah. so people could hear. I mean, to be honest, I don't know how you could not hear them because the, when those things are screaming, they're screaming. Like yeah. They're pretty loud. Like you're not talking RC car mm. engines, but anyway, they had to put a beep on this electric bike going up Pikes Peak. Unreal. Makes sense. I mean, I, I know we've got hybrids at work and, you know, you cruise around the multi-storey car park, you're in electric mode. The pedestrians don't hear. Yeah. you got to yeah. be, you got to watch out. So yeah. they should ban them purely just yeah. for the they safety ban factor. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah that's only one reason. Pedestrians, <laughs> <safe>. like <laughs> one reason. <laughs> That's the start of it. Yeah, no, unfortunately, it's the way we're fucking going, but anyway. Now, I'm going to quote Cameron Kirby from the King Luff article. Um, but surprising as it may be, the team that works on motor rarely find ourselves debating each other on who would be the quickest behind the wheel. You'd be forgiven for thinking there'd be plenty of egotistical chest beating over who is the most blessed with God-given driving talent in the office. Nope. In fact, the conversation has rarely, if ever, been raised. 
though we did once debate the outcome of a hypothetical people mover race at Bathurst. Um, that's because we all know that no amount of higher carts glory will ever change the undeniable truth that there is only one king of speed at Motor Magazine, Warren Luff. <laughs> no one else even stands a chance. <laughs> but I also wanted to go on to read this bit of an anecdote involving Luffy as well. Um, and I remember, so they're talking about, I think they had, um, oh, it's a Volkswagen, bloody wagon or something. Uh, was it a, yeah, anyway. I remember at one stage, so I was driving, Dean was in the passenger seat and Brammers was in the back, Luffy explains. This one particular time we're coming out of the toll booth onto the back straight, this is at the Nürburgring, and old mates come out behind us in the Carrera GT and so we all kind of laughed and were like, I wonder how far I can actually get into the lap before the Carrera GT catches us and passes us. We got through the toll booth and I'd basically just taken off, it was... Bit, uh, a bit of a cat and mouse game. You could see on some of the longer stretches where the obvious power of the Carrera GT would start to gain on us, but he wasn't as game to push it hard through the corners as I was. We got to just past Andreas Village or Andre uh, Adenauer Village just after where Nicky Lauder's big crash was, which is from uh, memory about seven or eight kilometres into the lap before the Carrera GT caught us and passed us. So three up with all our luggage in the back of the Golf GTI. <laughs> we managed to sort of outrun a Carrera GT for nearly eight kilometres on the yeah, on the yeah, Nord Shoal. Uh, it was funny. But oh, yeah. <laughs> all the luggage and everything, poor old mate. That's and the didn't stand a chance. But I just thought, yeah, the fact that they just celebrate him, you know. Oh, you could imagine the the shit you don't see, you don't hear about in the, the stuff yeah, that exactly. they've actually done. And again, go to page 103 and watch him jump in that craft. Yeah. Day, yeah. You know? it's, like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like Days of Thunder. Let's just get two high cars mm. and see how this pans out. <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Fingers That's crossed good. they make another one of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Oh, it's Talladega Nights, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking nice. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else? Um, yeah, like you said before too. Like, why didn't they go back phone. to the seventies and eighties? My phone and yeah, and review some of the older cars. But yeah, there's one old one in there which I have actually got to mention, which is the uh, the Lambo versus the Jet. That was pretty oh, cool. Yeah, that that's, was from seventy yeah, nine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Fuck! I reckon I remember that reading that originally in Frankie's. Probably he, Frankie's probably got the magazine. He would have. Um, oh, that's that Countach Lambo Countach. If I was going to buy a Lambo, that would be what I would buy. I wouldn't worry about one of the new ones. I'd just buy one of them because oh. as a kid, it's the poster car. I yeah. can see it. The Alpine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's the silhouette. One. White, yeah. the wings, and what a car. I mean, built by a man who got pissed off with Ferrari as a tractor builder. Like, he just <laughs> made, yeah. started making cars. But. Yeah. Uh, come up against that one down in Port Melbourne, but he, a few months ago, that was black, had the gold fucking rims and mm. just all the gold accents on yeah. it. And I'm like, well, there's just something cool about it. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. 1979, 276 kilowatts. 315 kilometre hour top speed in 1979. Like it was the quickest car you yeah, could buy. Yeah. 47 litres per 100 
fuel consumption. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> I thought, that's nearly 79 series land cruiser yeah. territory. <laughs> really? Yeah. The territory town of Van. Uh, <laughs> all this guy I saw the other day on Main Road. I had, I think he actually panicked because I had to stop and look. This guy, Camry drivers. Yeah. Oh, oh, was, it, was it silver? It was a ladyish model Camry towing a car trailer with a big jacked up Land, land Rover Discovery. <laughs> I just stopped. He was towing it on a, tra- on a car trailer. I stopped and I'm looking and I'm going, and he pulled up. He thought maybe I thought something was wrong and he was just checking to see if I'd seen something. He looked so wrong. astonished. He, going, <laughs> he looked that astonished he thought it was falling off. off. The top of my head, I reckon the towing capacity the on, trailer a, on would a have been relatively new Camry is the maximum be two tonne, mm. probably 1750 or something It's like not that. the worst I've seen, but it's up there. Yeah, yeah. So even the bangs for your bucks winners on page, um, what did I say? Yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. 110, but... We're going from 94 to 2018. You know, like yeah. In a magazine that's cool. celebrating hmm. 68 years. Just, They're yeah. probably going from when when they actually started it. Because I know that maybe they started that section. The performance car of the year, which I put down as a, as a little special mention, which was pretty cool. I think that only went from 90 something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you just flick through that actually and just see how many Porsches. Yeah. That might as well be the Porsche Cup. Yeah, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> Which, por- I mean, look, performance I said, car of the year. Yeah. I'm a fan of the Germans. Stuff. They definitely Porsche definitely set the standard. But the 200 That's SX, the 200 SX came in yeah, in it was 2001 the and yeah. snipped it. Yeah. So from '96, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that started, so that was cool. Um, so I'm mentioning everything that's not that's Japanese that found its way into those um, performance street car of the year because. Mm. Um, 2009, the GDR took the flag. Yeah, well. and rightly so. Uh, what else have we got? And 2011. Uh, yeah, no, then a whole heap more Porsches. <coughs> and the Honda FK8 Civic Type R. I don't, know why that's, I don't know why they've got a story on that bloody thing. Oh, well, there you what go. Terrible looking car. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it drives good. But what was that? The Honda Civic Type R. Oh, you were smiling. Yep. Shocking looking car. Don't know who designed it. Yeah, I'm sure it drives good. It's a it's a Honda. I mean, I was at Honda when they released the last Civic Type R, the little hatch round one, which is actually a nice looking car. Yeah. Um, but remember, Celica did it too. Went from having a fairly smooth, nice looking car to all of a sudden yeah. have something angular and chunky that looked Weird. like it was mm. two models earlier. Like yeah, every now and again, they lose their way. I reckon. Mm. I've heard a, heard a whisper that they might be reviving the Celica. I don't know why. <laughs> Celica name. I don't know why they just didn't call the H6 the Celica. It would yeah. have been a perfect perfect name for the H6. Would have been. don't know why they didn't do it anyway. Um, I had another mention, and going back to the Porsche fanboy, page 36, the 959, yet yeah. another insane car for its time, like... What's the note? So, nineteen eighty six. Um, what is it? Three thirty one kilowatts, naught to one hundred and four point three, and a top speed of three seventeen. Like yeah. in in nineteen eighty six, like mm. I saw that the power and like that would be an extremely rare car. They wouldn't have made too many. Of no, those. they didn't. Mm. And I'll just <laughs> I'll do a I'll do a Moses here and read a little bit out of it. But 
to prove our forgiving the 959 is at the car's press day, no one came here to spinning one. Now, that's relevant because the 911s yep. are tail happy. Like you can't, mm. unless you know how to drive the things. Yeah, just, yeah. They're like your Corvair. The, the yep. motor's in the back. They'll go everywhere at the back. Um, goes through the list of, you know, Porsche had some rapid drivers there too, you know, a couple of FGP drivers, Le Mans winner. Least popular was an Italian who shifted from third to first by mistake, dragged the engine past the rev limiter and destroyed a $44,000. (laughs) (laughs) Worse, he was the first of the day in the driver's seat, which made the Porsche people look rather wan. (laughs) First cab off the rank. Das is not good. (laughs) Please, take a shower. Yeah, is, that, is that politically correct? <laughs> Just go stand over at that, against that wall there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but I, I can remember seeing the um, too soon. Remember seeing, yeah, you know, reading about the nine five nines. Just yeah, another awesome car. Yeah, another one of them cars. The, and the, what is it? A GT three or whatever it is yeah, up against GT3. the BMW. Yeah, it's got yeah. a roll cage in it. The yeah. car's registered. That's how they come. That's how they come. So, that's not to get off topic, but so yeah. that's legal in Australia to have a roll cage fitted to a factory built car. Well, I think it's, it comes from the factory. It's like the uh, the Benz G Wagon, the AMG's the exhaust poking out the side from the factory. Yeah, yeah. On a four door car. Yeah. So that you, wouldn't be legal if well, you Well, no, it has, did to it, be, it has to be X past the yeah. back doors. So that's why you <laughs> see them on a lot of two doors, you'll get the exhaust out the side. But yeah, yeah. AMG G Wagon, the. Twin exhaust out the side. Yep. Because it, it's from the factory. It comes from yeah. the factory like that. Yep. So. Um, side note, that's probably my favourite M3, that model. Yep. Ripper car. That's back when it was a six-cylinder. I actually... Um, the sound oh, of those things yeah. is amazing. That six-cylinder BMW engine that they had in that is... <laughs> you hear that on song. It mm, is yeah. one of the best things you'll hear. I don't know. There's European, like, like you said, the... These magazines, anyway, not really a big thing for me to look at, mm. but it's just good to have a, have a bit of a read. Well, as you said, like it's a it's a magazine that they actually test the cars. Yeah, it was like you know street machine stuff like that. That's that's all about the cars that have been built. It, by I'd, I'd love to hear the story. Right, the bloke writing the story about like Sharp HQ. Right, hey, let's go for a drive. Take me for a drive. Yeah. Now, oh, feeling it, do this and feeling it. Yeah, like, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That'd, that'd I think that would be good and it's probably something they could build out on, you know. Yeah. Let's, you know, anyone. It could be hard not to write about the drive across here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I haven't I've, finished a pair of tyres yet. I've, um, <laughs> I've covered all my sort of special mentions. I just had a few photography pics, um, just, some, just some pictures that I really yeah. liked. Ones like those where you see the side of the car yeah. and the two cars in front. Like, what's the guy doing to get that photo? It's probably just... a still shot of a GoPro yeah. stuck to the side of the car or something. Or sort of been... Someone's hanging out the side probably. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he showed any commitment, he'd be on the outside. Yeah, well, I've sort of queried a few of those Chris Thorogood takes too, driving ones in the mighty... Oh, don't worry, he doesn't, mate. He's when got to be hanging out hanging out the side. He yeah. he did the photo shoot for the first magazine feature for Jamie's XD when he had it. Yeah. And Jamie rang me actually and it was too bad I was at work. He's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. He goes, oh, Chris needs a driver. Yeah, because he did rolling shots of the XD, and like, oh well, I think Jamie's missus did it in the yeah. end. But yeah, no, he 
He's a killer <laughs> photographer, and yeah, he commits. <laughs> yeah, I think most of them do. Yeah, well, I met the guy at James Talley's wedding who actually they were doing landscape photography together, and he actually yep. gave Chris a bit of a nudge because Chris had been offered the street machine position. Yep. And he wasn't really prepared to back himself until this bloke, Barry, if I can give him a bit of a nudge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this will be good. And yeah, look what he's done. Yeah, there. Oh, he's gone. He's good. Um, pretty happy to see the editorials in the back of the book too, which yeah. I think past editors that have come back and just spoken about their time in amongst it. Uh, Michael Taylor kicked it off. Uh, firstly, Holden surprised everybody with the SSX for the Sydney Motor Show and everybody pegged it as a Tirana. Um, don't laugh. Uh, these were the days when Peter Hannenberger put stuff into production seemingly on a whim. So it had a legit shot. Maybe it wasn't right for Holden, but it was right because Audi did more or less um, this with the A5 Sportback and the A7 and made hits out of both cars. Mm. Point was we needed it. On the cover I called Jason Laird who said if it was okay with Ross McKenzie, uh, Director of Sales and Marketing for Holden, it was okay with him. So we trucked it out of Sydney Motor Show the night before it opened and sent it off to the studio, but the truck wouldn't fit, so its designer, Max Wolf and I drove it on trade plates down narrow city streets to the studio. It was shot overnight. We drove it back to the truck at sunrise and they popped it back on the stand and all the while wheels thought the timing of the SSX had caught us out. Antagonising wheels was... Uh, was uh, Antagonising wheels was sport at motor. It was a competition that drove us. We had a far tighter relationship with our readers than Wheels did. We were collegiate. Wheels was priestly. It is said by some that Motor once left cover art on a printer near the Wheels office in Sydney for Wheels to accidentally find, change their cover to sidestep what we were doing, only for us to run the real version and smash them. <laughs> so like you imagine, you, know, you imagine the Christmas party at Wheels this year. When you got the motor staff yeah. and the wheel staff all working together in the same office, no, there's going to be some mad pranks, I'd reckon. But tense. It's just interesting that that's been, you know, that's where both relationships are coming from yeah. to then, you know, form this collegiate situation now. So, mm. yeah, no, I liked it, mate. Um, yeah, as I said, I just had a couple of photos. Was one of them the was one of them the inside back page of the Mustang dropping a skid? No, I left the Mustang. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Strangely, there's no crowd near it. <laughs> <laughs> They're behind the safety barrier. Yeah. Photoshop a few into the smoke. <laughs> page seventy five, yeah. the M3 going sideways. Yeah, and uh, page thirteen, the W1 going sideways. Yeah, like I said, I love these What's action that? shots. I. Even um, yeah, even in the last couple of street machines, there hasn't even been many rolling shots. They're all being set, you know. Yeah, even page seventy one with the nine nine three with the smoke coming off the back tyres. Yeah, coming it's, out of a corner. What else did I say? Um, seventy five. Oh, page seventeen. That picture of the F one just yeah, lurking. Was, yeah, no, like the lurking through the woods like that. Yeah, <laughs> it looks that, like it's going to eat you. Yeah, no, that is cool. Um, Pretty sinister. And yeah, I went the engine cover on page eight. Or the yeah, on page I had that 18, down as well. That's just glorious. Page twenty. Uh, where are we? Page. Page twenty eight. That rolling shot of the Merc up the top. That's a that's a fantastic photo. Yeah, that's a, yeah. oh, that's a poster shot. That yeah. one. Well, um, the worst thing that's happened to the number twenty three this year is that fucking Tesla. I've got to be honest. On page <laughs> twenty three. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Oh, there's another photo of a Mustang doing a burnout. 
They do do them, apparently, apparently. I'm told. Yeah, there's one out the front. All too well. We have a burnout, can't believe in Scotty's. We might have to. And that's, that's, Go for it. that's me, I'm mag. done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done for the mag, so yeah, no, I'll let you guys continue. Mag, mate, I reckon. But I'll just, yeah. I don't know, if you're a car enthusiast, go and grab it because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good look, it's a good read. You might not be going back in the plastic and on eBay shortly, so yeah, if you want to And, yeah, again, celebrating 68 years, so I suppose. That's you know, a long time. It's a long time, but, you know, the first copy I can remember ever buying, so I haven't kept them alive, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know where mine are. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, well, music. Well, Holden stopped building cars and all the cars went up, so, you know. Music all... chat. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think I came in with you, a heap yeah, of music chat. You, you started the music <laughs> chat yeah, earlier. No, I did, and you I don't had much more to go off, really. Um, yeah, I've, look, to be honest, since the last time we spoke, I haven't really, haven't really changed. Uh, that Pantera Live, still getting a flogging. Um yeah, I had a couple yeah, of usual, songs pop out from that. Usual podcast. I, although uh, the other last weekend when I was working on the Chev, I did crank out the Poison, <laughs> hit Poison and press shuffle, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Did you watch any of that Marry a Rockstar bloody thing with Brett Michaels or whatever? Oh, no. Oh, dear no. God. No, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get into that. I, well, I saw a bloke just tear it apart for how actually disgraceful it is <laughs> and how he is. Oh, it's like Was that, that how, uh, how it is uh, a... Rock of Love? Yeah. Is that's, that it? Yeah. That's fucking terrible. But how he hasn't even just played it up. He's just not a very nice person. She gets the tattoo on the back of the fucking neck with his name ah. and fucking gets booted that night and fucking like... <laughs> and he's like into the tattoo no, studio with her. You know, like... It's just Flavor Flav did one too. I think it's uh, did he Flavor Flav did. I think he did two seasons or something. I think Flavor Flav did that. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Stupid. No, that was funny because it was just like a whole collection of the low lights. I guess the low moments. From it. <laughs> yeah, just watch the hot. Just the watch whole the, thing. Uh, the yeah. whole thing is a low light. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got, I got uh, one. Mm. So I've seen this band twice in concert, and it's not my usual. Type of music, but I only, I went the first time because I was chaperoning Mia. I think she was only sixteen at the time. Um, Twenty one Pilots. Oh yeah, yeah. Sort of electronic reggae dance pop. I don't know. Yeah. Any particular song you thinking you might stick on the uh, playlist? I'll add them. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, no, I'll do a bit of that. Get it going. It's one of the best. And I've seen a lot of metal shows, like big, like <laughs> you know, nothing bigger than an Iron Maiden. Arena mm. concert, but this, them in concert is just as good. Mm. They put on a fucking show. Yeah, really impressive. Um, we caught the their version of the MTV Unplugged mm. the other night, and of course they're electronic; they can't do Unplugged. So what mm. they did was just did all their songs reimagined, live looping. Yeah. It's like a masterclass in in live looping. So you mm. got all these. Mm. You've never seen so many keyboards and mm. samplers and mixes in your life on the stage and they just do it all live. Yeah. They even create drum beats by getting feedback from the audience. Yeah, oh. yeah. There was um, super, yeah. super fucking uh, impressive. There's a couple of right. Aussie blokes that actually did that sort of thing. I saw them at a couple of big day outs earlier on. Used to wear backpacks and fucking ties. Yeah. I can't remember. They just had, no, no, they, would, they just had like a microphone and, yeah, this that was their stage. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. The girling? Yeah, 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 I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they were sort of cool to see him do that shit live. Mm. It's sort of like yeah, Tash Sultana, like you listen to on the 
Yeah, the, just the radio, and then you actually see her do something live. It's like, fuck me, how the freaking hell does she do it? She's like, yeah, loop pedals all over the joint. Yeah, yeah I reckon I had an interview. It was an interview with um, Peaches by Henry Rollins that I was watching, mm. and she was saying how she just hates fucking knob twiddlers. You know, this is my fucking music. I made this music. Let's fucking party. And she mm. doesn't touch a machine. She's just out and amongst the stage. I think if it's done <laughs> right, right, like yeah, I'm yeah, like this is done right across the crowd mm. and shit. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not both. just DJing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Guetta, I press space bar. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Hold my hand. No, I get that. Yeah, no, I get that. This but, is no, it's yeah. created, it's in, done, the mo- created yeah. in the moment. Yeah. It's cool as. Yeah. If it's done right, yeah. yeah. You, you got and they to play, the shit. They right. play piano and drums and live drums, yep. bass, guitar, ukulele. Yeah. They mix it all up. Yeah, no, shit. Right. Worth, worth a look. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like a bit of, bit of a change up. Mm. Good. The old looping thing, like I've got a loop pedal. And I use it when I'm, you know, doing the solo shit, and it, I struggle to get my head around it still. <laughs> it's fucking, it confuses yeah, t- the shit out of timing me. Timing is key. Isn't oh it? yeah, you've got to be, you've got to be on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, anything else? No. I what do you been listening to, mate? Oh, what's the jet? Ge- what's the general go to if you get in the car and go for a drive? No, not a lot. If you've heard my cast, I don't really rather listen, listen to, to the That's music to your ears. Um, I don't know. I'll just get on Spotify and maybe just hit a playlist. I mean, I'm into a lot of stuff that actually, if it sounds good, I'll listen yeah. to it. Um, a lot of country, yeah, probably mostly country, but some some heavy metal, but not really anything yeah. too serious. It's like, um, man, the, the chef's got a radio and I can plug my phone into it. I generally don't. I just, yeah, just let just it go. Not, it's just not something. I don't, yeah, I just don't. Like I can do a thousand k's a day in the truck and not listen to a thing. Yeah. Just, or I might throw a podcast on or something. Yeah, but yeah I don't know. Podcasts are good for long, long hauls. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Yep. From what you were saying earlier too, it doesn't seem like uh, Jamie be listening to tunes in the Camaro. No. <laughs> you, I don't it? think it even has a radio in it and it wouldn't get used because you wouldn't friggin' hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, no radio in that car. Yeah. Um, How big's that one, mate? How big's the motor in this? The motor in that is a 632. Yeah. Um, and big, big boy. I've been oh, yeah. rounding it up to 640 when I tell people stories. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, he's the same. He's like, oh, I probably should get it bought out. Someone's got a 632, I'll go 633 or something like that. <laughs> it's a big pissing competition, it really is. Um, but, yeah, that thing's just like Ryan at Race Pipes did the – Exhaust headers, everything on that. It's got like two and a quarter inch primaries on it. Like it's stupid mm. big. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it stops it before the diff. Yeah, and it stops before the diff. So it is. Yeah, <laughs> Dave was putting a call out this morning for someone to do exhaust on his on his coupe. Program. Yeah, you know, I see that. I, I tagged young Jake that was working at Condors. I don't know whether he's still doing it, but he was doing some mad welding and some real good exhaust work. But... Yeah. Well, yeah. Ryan did the. The cold air intake on that, you. Oh yeah. Um, just because we had to adapt a, I think it was a VE throttle body, and it didn't, it wasn't the right way. So yeah, Ryan did that, and part of the exhaust on that too. But yeah, he did the mate's rear mount on his too, and also did his young bloke's car, the big yeah. single snail. Yeah. So yeah, he must but, got a bit going on. Oh yeah, like I said, I don't generally listen to the radio because of that. Mm. Um, <laughs> But no, yeah. it makes sense. I get it. Uh, yeah. Nothing wrong with the sound of a ripping, ripping motor. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been half tempted. Like I was going to do a big stereo in the red truck, but 
I thought, I'm not going to listen to it. Like mm. for the amount of time I drive it, um, yeah, it's I not mean, really it's, worth it. I remember back in the day it was all, um, you know, the 2000s was all that stereos and all that sort of shit. Mm. But, um, you know, I'll probably change up the one in the Chev at some stage because it's, it's one of those um, vintage Bluetooth things. And oh, it, yeah. it, it is a terrible thing to use. Yeah. It's got one of those, yeah, those... Um, Infinity dials, yeah. they don't fucking work. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind just something in there just to, you know, yeah. cruising around, just put some tunes on. But it's a pretty bass. It's got these two little speakers under the back seat, so I'll, I will mm. do Brendan, something with it at yeah. some stage. Brendan Christie sent me some stuff the other day on a, um, I reckon it's, I don't know where the phone is, probably under the seat. But anyway, um, Road Rash or something it's called, but they're like little yeah, Bluetooth. Gravel, gravel Rash gravel Audio. Rash, yeah, and they're just Bluetooth. Mm. But they're only small but big sound, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'll just get it. I'll just get a normal freaking stereo. I don't give a shit. What remember the first like. time I heard them little Bose buddy cube speakers buddy pumping. Yeah, they're fine. Blown away, you know. Speakers are meant to be as tall as you and you know, <laughs> twice as fucking It's amazing deep. what they're getting out of those little um, – the the missus got one of those um, things she puts in the – the bathroom and plays the music on the phone. The noise Bluetooth that comes out of it is crazy. Are just yeah. insane. There, I can't remember yeah. what brand it is. It's one of those. Um, it's bloody heavy. Yeah, it's like mm. a JBL one. No, it's They're not a JBL. Good. It's like got a cross on it. I can't remember what it is, but um, and the quality of the sound. Oh, I reckon mm. I've got one of them. Sound just quality. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's probably oh. a bit tall. It's a okay. taller one. You can yeah. get small ones, but the quality of the sound that comes out of them is. Fantastic too. Yeah. I used to laugh in the day when you'd see a shitbox VN with the paint falling off it and this whole thing's rattling because there's a <laughs> subwoofer in the back. Yeah, yeah, and they'd be advertising Alpine or Pioneer, <laughs> big ass yeah. sticker across Kenwood. the back. Yeah. You'd be like, it's just a fucking thief magnet. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, the other day, buddy, show in the US and they're doing the big sound off and that, and this buddy Sheila's trying to hold the window back in the <laughs> oh, door and it's man. all smashed around the edges. It's uh, already blown. The the it's already blown I, I don't understand the point of it because you, you can't remember. listen at that volume. <laughs> yeah. So what's the fucking I point? I can remember going to auto It's all for the that gram. Was, that it's was all for the gram. It was like uh, decibel drag racing. It was get the, the DBs off the subbies. Mm. Boom. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> hit, Trying to hit the brown note like off, yeah. off, off <laughs> South Park. The magic brown note, everyone yeah. shits itself. Oh, that, that thing there behind Dale, like sometimes that gives you the brown note. That's why I've got it on a, a riser there. If, it's that, if that's sitting on the timber floor, <laughs> the whole frame shakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, but it, if it doesn't sound any good, it's not worth it. Like, yeah. uh, no, that's right. It's talking about sounding good. Um, Swap cars today with the wife at the swimming, so that's why I've got the Mustang. She took the uh, kids shopping in the Mazda. Yeah. And I'm coming down Skipton Street and there's another white Mustang and I heard the fucking thing from a mile away. I'm, I think it might have been 18, it's a later model than ours. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck me, mate. It's like there is a difference between loud and noisy yeah. and sounding good. <laughs> yeah. This yep. thing just—it sounded like a fucking boat. Like yeah. I don't know what exhaust system. Yeah. We, we've had we've had a pacemaker system on ours, and I've, I've even taken the middle resonators off, so it's basically three inch with the tailpipes. But it actually sounds—it doesn't sound like the other Mustangs with a exhaust because mm-hmm. these get these crackle and a rasp. Yeah. Oh, this thing—he was going up bloody Sturt Street. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's loud, mate. It just doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, there's a big difference, and you've heard the ute that pulls across the road from our place, that XR6 ute. Yeah, it's yeah. like 
You hear it come from a mile away. And like he's only, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm probably guilty of it as well. You pee plates, you make your car as loud as possible, but there's a difference between fucking loud yeah, and good. I do good. that. It's tone. it's tone versus volume. Mm. Like this thing, it just. And both your cars have been back for a visit after going for exhaust. It's like, oh, nah, you've got nah, to get that's it. not the sand. We're yeah. going back again, you know. Like, <laughs> like even the Chev, Chev, when I got it, that, that was just fucking ridiculous. That was like, like a B&S like, ute from fucking. I don't even know. Like a three-inch system dumped at the diff with little, like tiny little resonator exhaust. On it. Like it's just, you <laughs> yeah. could, it's just undrivable. And then even when I got it changed, like put the full yeah, system yeah. on, I still took it back to get it done because mm. even now, if you put the foot into it, it's still a, a bit weird. But it, it sounds good when it's on song, yeah. like when you really get into it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's it's a hard thing. But yeah. Anyway, we we digressing. I think the Nash accelerator spring somehow stretched itself recently because I just gave it a tap yesterday and fucking foot's gone straight down. I don't know whether it's these new skate shoes that I've got. Maybe maybe they're a bit heavier in the soles, but you know. Anyway, that's probably a podcast, <laughs> yeah. is it, gents? That's a podcast. Yep, love Thanks, it. Thanks uh, to Dale. Yeah, yeah no, Dale. We'll have, to, we'll have to get Jamie up here one day, and we'll we'll do another one, and we, I can shit stare him. No, nah, that'd be really sweet. Get the brother uh, involved. Well, we'll get you in to review a street machine that's oh, yeah, more for relevant sure. to you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I still laugh. Go back to that bloody car talk video where I bloody threw the arms around him for a hug in the middle of an interview <laughs> the day I met him. Yep. You know, we just decided we were brothers. Uh, his, all right, his brother. Yeah. 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 They're the good lads, mate. Uh, we'll Shoot try and get down to uh, show cars. Well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got, like I said, we've got the St Kilda Father's Day show which is coming up and it's selling out quickly. Mm. It's usually 300-plus cars. And that's just all around sort of Luna Park, so around the streets. And that. We close Ackland Street off. We close Shakespeare Street off, which is behind Luna Park. Yeah. And we also use all the grass area for behind Luna Park as yeah, well. It's always been on the radar to go down, but we've generally got, you know, Stuff happening, buddy. Mm. Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, no, it'd be a good one, mate. The kids would be dragging you into Luna yeah. Park. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, we've already got entries for Mooney Valley in February next year. It's already open, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd like we said, we get some killer, killer cars that come. Even the ones that drive there. Are so just is it sick. a Saturday Sunday thing, or is it just Sunday? It's only Sunday. Sunday, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. it's just we set up the you indoor set up display on, on Saturday. Yeah. So you might have to take the. The both cars down and set yeah. up a never late display, perhaps. That's we, it. If we can get yeah, some space, let mate. us know, mate. We'll do try a live podcast. Figure something out. Oh, we could do a live podcast. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, get amongst it for sure. We've we got a couple of contacts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know a bloke. We might be able to sort it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it'd be good. It'd be good. Um, anyway, thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. Short notice. Fine. It was only when did you organised it only a couple of days ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, only a couple of days ago. We mentioned it once before, and we were trying to put it off till Jamie's car was on the road, maybe. Yeah. But I sort of convinced him over about six messages. It's probably yeah. worth having a crack. <laughs> it's all oh, about we'll it's get, all about me this time. So. We'll, get you, we'll get you back, mate. We'll definitely get you back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, remember uh, the outro. Hey, are oh, you going to do an outro? An oh, outro. No, we, we were all going to sing "Cats in the Cradle," weren't we? Were, were we? <laughs> that's, your, that's your domain. Sorry, mate, no, I missed that email. No, that's all right. In saying that, after listening to Scott Kenny's uh, um, episode, uh, the next the next song, I've got an idea, and we'll dedicate it to Scotty. Yeah, um, uh, I like that. We'll do, we'll Hang on, me song. or Scott Kenny? No, Scott, Scott Kenny. Kenny. Right. Well, well, look, if you if you want me to dedicate a song to you, Scotty, I'll I'll give it a try. Yeah. I'm not really good at Iron Maiden on the uh, on the acoustic guitar though. So no, you I'll, I'll get... pick another band for you. <laughs> So you managed to get yourself through the three-hour drop. Uh, it took a day and a half to get through, but we yeah. got there. 
Yeah, weren't offended or upset by it. It's just there. It's cool. <laughs> no offence. I, I didn't listen to it all. <laughs> Says say, the editor. More, F, more F-bombs than Al Pacino put in Scarface. Uh, I, I, let, I let them fly. I'm like, I, I can't um, can't spend three-plus hours editing it. I'll just no, ho- no. hope that you know. No, I didn't mind either, mate. It happens every now and again. No, Loose and lockdown. It was all good. Anyway. Nah, cool, All right, let's sign off. Okay. Unless you're going to sing Cats in the fucking Cradle. Yeah, no, no. I'm <laughs> the other day. No, probably Nothing not. Nothing by Nickelback or... <laughs> as Scotty likes to refer to <laughs> Fickle crack. <laughs> you do that quite well, eh? Every time I do I'm what I really am. It's not like you. Yeah, yeah. Cruel. <laughs> They're awesome. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs>